Hey, we are the Soul Searchers. Two regular folks with backpacks and making it weird. Welcome back, everybody. We are Andrew and Candace with the Soul Searchers. Thanks for checking in with us. This episode, we are going to be talking about Tulum tips. T-U-L-U-M. Tulum in Quintana Roo de Mexico. Right. The only reason we spell it out is because every time we've said it to somebody who's not familiar with that area in Mexico, it goes, Tulum? What? What? So, yeah. Westerners. So, Tulum. You've probably heard of it if you're under 35. So, <laughs> because... Tons of foodie spots and Instagram and right. boutique hotels and beautiful beach. All that. Right. It's like the new Instagrammable place to visit. It's the up and coming uh, next biggest city that's growing along that coastline. And it's cool. I mean, honestly, it was a really cool trip to experience Tulum. I can totally see how it would be much cooler if it's not COVID. Right. <laughs> because, yeah, there's not It like also a- could change the makeup a little bit because maybe mm-hmm. there would be also a lot more young Instagrammer, influencer, party people there too, mm-hmm. which isn't necessarily our cup of tea um, and might alter our experience. Right. Yeah, because it seems like a lot of the people that we ran into were either people that were traveling long term mm-hmm. or people that had just kind of said, hey, I want to get out of my home country and I'm going to set up shop here in Tulum yeah. for a while. So it was people that are a little bit more long-term traveling, mm-hmm. um, which was actually really, really nice. So I would say that Tulum has a very specific culture. For sure. Right? I like, mean, you're going to get asked for a drug, as you would in Cancun or Playa del Carmen, right? But it's very much a tourist city mm-hmm. with lots of locals around all of the surrounding streets. What were you saying about drugs? Well, I was just saying that because <laughs> of all of the... <laughs> <laughs> kind of just sl- skimmed by that so many drugs <laughs> because it's a tourist town anytime you're walking up and down the main street especially me probably as a dude as a dude it was guys pointing at their nose hitting their nose coke coke marijuana coke drugs weed yeah. like what do you need what and it's just like, come on, man. Every night I walk past you and tell you the same dang thing. A- anytime it happened to me, somebody would kind of say it like over their shoulder, you mm-hmm. know, because it's very, you know. Guys would make a beeline right for me. I was really? like, okay, am I about to get jumped? Are we going to oh fight? Or let me be like, hey, you need some weed, some coke? Some? I'm like, no, man. So Yeah, so they'd like say it over their shoulder at me and I'd keep walking. But then like, I don't know, 10 feet later, I'm like, oh, they were offering me drugs. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> And so as far as culture, you do have a ton of tourists coming there, mm-hmm. partying like crazy, doing drugs, tattoo shops and people with tattoos all over and dreads and different hair. It's it's just a much different Well, and it's city. funny because the way you're describing it right now makes me think of Thailand, like yeah, kind of how the party sure. scene is in Thailand, where I think Tulum's different. Tulum has more of the like social media hmm. worthy side of things where yeah. it's like you're in an extravagant location mm-hmm. you know like a lot of the hotels in the hotel zone are these boutique hotels right with the fanciest furniture and like these grand the archi- entrances yeah, the architecture to these places all this is. art around and it's all very minimalist and very neutral and they kept so much of the jungle around it they did a really good job mm-hmm. it's so green and so beautiful that is cool 
We chose not to stay there because it was a couple hundred dollars a night. Yeah. Which, if you were going to come do a one-week trip, as you've said, then right. sure, this would be the thing to do. Oh, my gosh. That was the hardest thing. And this is probably a tip, the first real tip that I will give you as far as Tulum. If you're going to go to Tulum for a week, 10 days, ball out of control. Like, well, you're not going to find... Go an- to the hotel zone. You'll see it. It's the one parallel road mm-hmm. that runs along the beach. Yeah, you're not going to find, um, you know, big, like, all-inclusive resort type stuff, But you can find a lot for $300 a night, you know, for one room. Mm -hmm. And then if you want to do $300 a night in the city, which is like a couple kilometers away, you are going to find like a two to three bedroom apartment with a rooftop pool for $300. Like there's so much. I had such a hard time not being like, let's stay at this super sweet apartment or super sweet hotel because it's so cheap. Yeah. Compared to like a one week vacation in the States. Right. But not when you're going for six months. Right. But also the two kilometers, which is like less than two miles. Once again, we still don't know the exact, but it's less than two miles from the beach to the Tulum city. And the city city has just more of your busy streets your shops you know the the surrounding neighborhoods are all still locals taco trucks taco trucks food trucks and lots of also awesome restaurants and so sometimes people would have to get cabs out of the hotel zone Mm -hmm. to get back up into the city whereas we were the reverse we were in the city and we would take bikes um so we you could rent bikes for five bucks a day and you would just bike less than two miles and you're down at the beach and in the hotel zone. But that road along the hotel zone is miles long. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot to see down there. Right, um, exactly. It's not like once you get done with your two kilometer bike ride down to the hotel zone, then you're just done. It's like, no, 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 you have another two kilometers ahead of you to actually get to the beach club or wherever you want A certain restaurant visit. you're looking for or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's and a lot of high price restaurants. Yeah, there. there's like Michelin star res- right. restaurants down there. I mean, places that are super super nice we even heard about you know a pop-up shop restaurant from like seven hundred dollars a plate a person and it was only there for like six weeks or whatever yeah so there's just there's a huge array and you know whether you want 30 peso tacos we got 15 percent 15 peso tacos not on the beach. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, but that's what I'm talking about. Sorry. Right, right, right. So yeah, whether you want 30 peso tacos, which is still double what $1. you would pay 50. for a taco <laughs> <laughs> up in the city, or you want this amazing Michelin star restaurant type experience, all that is you know available throughout Tulum. Now, it is funny because when you're driving on that one road down in the hotel zone, it's like you see these super minimalist shops. Everybody has like the Mm -hmm. big flat brimmed hats, the big white flowy gauzy dresses. I mean, it is like if you thought of minimalist, California, Sedona, like any sort of Mm -hmm. picturesque whatever, they have that in the hotel zone. So like, don't worry about bringing it. Just buy stuff there. Yeah. (laughs) And like one of the storefronts was a Cuban cigar front and then one of them was a sunglasses shop. And I'm like, how do you all make your rent down here? Right. With one sunglass shop. It's like a 10 by 10 room for some of these stores and that they're selling clothes out of and stuff. But it's just that high end sort of deal that people are spending when they go on a trip in this sort of area. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, honestly, so my friends and I did a all inclusive trip to Playa del Carmen last year so like last October and for what we spent for like that all-inclusive like stay in the resort really kind of cookie cutter I mean it was awesome there were some really good restaurants and things that we could go to there 
you can have pretty much, you can piece together a very similar experience mm -hmm. in Tulum. It just takes a bit more research and a bit more work. But then the aesthetics of it is usually way, is m much more worth the outcome. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I would say too, we like to bike. We're in pretty good shape minus Candace's wrist, um, which is going to come into play here. That road along the beach in the hotel zone, there are tons of potholes. Mm -hmm. It's barely one, one and a half cars wide. It's like so dirt road in spots. Dirt road. Yeah. Cars are going in and around. Taxis are coming. So it's not like a super easy trip once you're going up and down that no. beach zone either. However, from the main city, you can rent bikes really cheap. There's actually a bike lane on the sidewalks going up and down the main area of Tulum. And you can take that about two kilometers north towards the Tulum ruins. And it's easy to bike to those Tulum ruins. And there's actually like a bike path for that part. So you'll see it on a map if you ever want to go there or just hit us up. But we did bike there to the Tulum ruins and that took 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Yeah, not even. And then you're right by the public beach. So yep. if you don't want to go to the hotel zone, if you don't want to pay big bucks to stay at a beach club all day, this is the public beach side of things, which is up by the Tulum ruins. It's called Santa Fe Beach and Playa Paraiso. And those are awesome, you yeah. know, and they have food and of course still beach clubs if you want, but you don't have to because they're public beaches. Um, so yeah, that's definitely a good biking route. Uh, if you are going to go into the hotel zone, I recommend hitchhiking because that seems to be, <laughs> honestly, that seems yeah, to be the easiest great. way to do it. Because people are going down there all day mm -hmm. anyway. We got picked up in a car on one of them and we got picked up in a truck in another. Yeah, they say just hop in the back. And you're like, great, cool. <laughs> cool, let's go. And yeah, so that's honestly one of the best ways to get down there because then you're not saddled with parking. You don't have to worry about your bikes. You don't have to worry about Paying anything. taxis. Yeah. It's yeah. great. So that's probably one of the best ways to do it. So then down at the ruins, um, it's pretty easy to get to. Once you're there, I would just say if you're really, really interested, hire a guide because there's some buildings there. They'll walk through it. It's up on like a little cliff. Um, I think it was 30 bucks and you can do up to four to five people. And so we split that with some other Americans we found in line and we're <laughs> like, hey, do you guys want to split the cost of this guide? Yeah, they're from Oklahoma and they're like, mm, yeah, sure, whatever. So it was great. Um, they showed us a lot of history, lots of pictures, told us about it, even took pictures for us while we were there. Mm -hmm. um, it was pretty worth it. If you're going to go, make sure you have sunblock or long sleeves, yeah. hat. There's no shade there. You can't go like into the temples. There's no trees. You're just out frying in the sun and you're going to want some water and some shade protection. It's a gorgeous view. So mm -hmm. this is one of the only ruins that we have visited so far that is actually on the coast. So I went to Chichen Itza, which is more inland. Um, and then one of the other ruins we went to is called Koba, the city of Koba. Mm -hmm. And uh, those are both inland, like in the jungle. Classic temple ruins, jungle mm -hmm. overtook them. They've been dug up over the past, you know, couple hundred years. Yeah. And so this is like on the coast, on the top of these cliffs. It's gorgeous. It is one of the best views mm -hmm. that you'll get anywhere in Tulum because of like the height of the cliffs and yep. everything. And typically if it's not COVID, they have like a private beach area where you can hang out too yep. if you go visit the ruins. So... If that's open, definitely bring like your swimsuit and stuff to actually like hang out and swim. Because as far as actually visiting the ruins, our tour was what? Hour. Not even. 45 minutes. Hour. Yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe 45 With pictures minutes. And, stuff. Mm -hmm. and it was very educational and it was cool. And as far as like 
I learned more things than I anticipated, even having been to other Mayan mm-hmm. ruins. So I appreciated having a guide. Um, but yeah. You're always going to kick yourself after too. If you don't, like it's 20 to 50 bucks for a guide or whatever. If you can look it up and watch some sweet documentary on the History <laughs> Channel, like the yeah. Pyramid of Egypt or Machu Picchu or something, sure. But for stuff like this that's not widely known and not out there, you're going to kind of kick yourself like, well, I guess we're walking around looking at old rocks. Literally, that's what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> and then you leave and you're like, I don't know, I didn't. it was cool to see, but I don't know anything about it. So yeah. I usually now err on the side of getting the guide. Yeah, and it's not super big. I mean, as far as like other ruins that you'll go to, mm-hmm. like Koba has like three major sections to it. You literally have to rent bikes yeah. to get around to all the different ruins. And like Chichen Itza has its massive temple but then all the other uh different sites and this kind of just is like a one area kind of thing in tulum so it's smaller but still really cool worth visiting yeah um and koba so we did take a day trip we rented daniel's 125 cc moped not like our little 50 cc mopeds and uh, we're like yeah let's just do that he did try and get me to take his he was our airbnb host he did try to get me to take his like chopper bike that was a 250 (laughs) which probably would have been better because we could have gone a lot faster because we're like hugging the side of the line on this moped and people are (sighs) flying past us and like the winds in our ears and we're like we got like our glasses on yeah and yeah we we stuffed napkins in our ears at one point just because of how loud it was Mm -hmm. um so bring earplugs if you're gonna rent a bike. But yeah, that's or just hire a tour, taxi, whatever. We wanted to go at our own pace, so that's why we went up to Koba. And Koba normally is one of the big, big temples that you're able to climb. There's a rope going down the middle of it. It's the only one you're able to climb. Yeah, and it's um, but because of COVID and touching the rope and all that, it's super steep, like narrow stairs. Um, it was all closed, so. Not act, I mean, the city sorry, itself sorry. was open, yep. so we actually, we still got to rent the bikes and take the tour and, you know, see all the different uh, parts of that city, but climbing it and coming back down, yeah. could not do. And Koba is kind of famous because they had these huge, wide, think of like a bike path lane in the States, you know, or a one lane road, literally just one car width, but white crushed limestone, mm-hmm. and it was laid out in these very long paths. And it reflected the moonlight. So the, the roads like lit up at night. Um, and that's kind of what made this place really stand out. It was awesome. Yeah. I mean, those roads, I think, connect to like all the Mayan sites. So yeah. that was like a, a Mayan achievement was like, because then there was roads going up to Chichen Itza. And mm. that was happening in the Tulum ruins as well. Yeah. Um, so it was just really cool stuff to see, you know, if you're looking into that sort of thing for ruins and history. Yeah. So we had a lot of good food in tulum mm. as well which we've had a lot of good food on this trip in general yeah in tulum i will say well we had some good like 10 peso tacos at the end we found that out on the last day mm-hmm. there was also some higher end burritos tacos oh gosh, they were so good though stuff like that um yeah, so there's a couple places that people were saying, oh, this place is kind of famous, this place is kind of well-known, so we went to those places. <laughs> I'm just thinking, as I said, high-end burrito. It was $6 it was a, $6 a burrito. burrito. Yeah. It was disappointing <laughs> to me because like, I had like the vegetarian one with the coconut-wrapped tortilla, which mm-hmm. was delicious, but I could have eaten seven of them, yeah. and they were like $6 a pop, and I'm like, tacos <laughs> are literally 50 cents. 
Yeah. Like, what am I doing? But um, it was still really good. Couldn't it try new things. It was so good. And she had like this wonderful marinated meat. So oh my word. It was, was some sort of steak or something, I think. That's but another thing. There's so many names for all the different flavors of seasoned meat down yeah. here. There's like 10 different kind of meats you can pick from in every taco truck. And you just, you don't really know what any of them are. And they're all the same-ish. You know, and like if but I if get... if you get El Pastor at one taco place... And then you get El Pastor at another taco place, they, they'll taste totally different. Yeah, they look different, they mm-hmm. taste different, and you're like, what What are you doing differently? Yeah, so. How, what makes it El Pastor? Yeah, right. Yeah, we have not figured that out yet, but I pretty much just like... You're point. not really disappointed either No, way. I just point at the It's all menu. marinated good meat. <laughs> and the other thing about food here is every Mexican restaurant in the States, you get a side of rice and beans. Like big rice and beans. On every plate, every dish. They don't really eat rice and beans here. No I mean, it's in beans. every store and it's dry beans like, you know, that I'm used to soaking, but you don't get them in any of your tacos, any of the burrito taco joints we go to. It's not a thing. It's, it's pretty disappointing. Yeah. It's a little corn tortillas, usually two of them because mm-hmm. they tend to break. Some meat sprinkled in there. Some finely chopped cilantro and onion. And then an array of limes and sauces. Yeah. It is meat, onion, cilantro. So good. That is Mexican food. I know, I love it. In a it. month. Um, the rice and beans is just not a thing. Whereas Costa Rica, Nicaragua, rice and beans three times a day. Right, correct. We're talking about Tulum right now. I know. So, Sorry, just food. It's just so back different. In. Fo- phone back food. in. Let's talk about the delicious burritos, though. So this place <laughs> is called Burrito Amor. And Which is love. Right, correct. And it was in this very kind of Californian looking mm-hmm. place. Like it was it was pretty decked out. Like you could tell that it was like a... White again, everything. Again, nice I say like trail. higher end, but yeah. it really was. Like the staff was very attentive. Yeah. The sauces were fantastic. 40 staff members in a small place. Yeah. And and with uniforms. Yeah. <laughs> like that's right. high end. Yeah. That's high end. But they were... It was so good. Like normally when I get any sort of steak, there's a chewiness to it. Mm-hmm. This was so tender. It was so <laughs> tender. I'm just like sad thinking about it because I want one right now. Um, but yeah. So I'm also was... starting a five-day fast. and You I'm are, half- yeah. Yeah, I'm halfway through day one and I could also eat anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm going to make it five days. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll maybe talk about burritos less. Yeah, that might help. Right, as we're doing food. Yeah, so another thing that we really enjoyed was empanadas. So mm. for whatever reason, a ton of Argentinians landed in coast or landed in Tulum. Yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about that. So they're everywhere. <laughs> they like, they've come and now they're just working under the table at a lot of places too yeah. because like work visas is a whole thing and lots of restaurants and food and stuff. They're just like pay them under the table and Argentinians are having kind of a tough time back home. So there's more opportunities for them here and they can mm-hmm. still speak Spanish. Um, accents a little bit different, but it's different. Fine. Some words are a little different. We met one girl, Candela, which mm-hmm. is basically my name in yeah. Spanish. She, she actually goes by Candace as a nickname, yep. um, except I don't know how she pronounces it different. Yeah. Anyway, and some people are calling her candy and yeah, yeah, but Candela is, and so she was telling us a lot about that because she's from Argentina and we were like, well, why? Why is everybody in Tulum? Like, we don't experience that in Playa. We don't experience that, you know, in other places. And she goes, just word of mouth. Yeah, and they've yeah. just flooded there. Just start talking about it and one so, person and, tells yeah. another person and, you know, so there's tons of delicious empanadas and in Tulum. And that's a famous Argentinian thing. And if you haven't had one, look up one somewhere near you or figure out how to bake one. It's a little there. doughy meat pocket. Yeah. 
or veggies and cheese or, or whatever. Like cheese. 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 Yeah, was cheese. I mean, kind of like a calzone, but yeah. a mini one, right? So you got your hot dough baked oven and wrapped up in just deliciousness. Is great. Oh, my word. They were so good. Oh, stop talking about food. Okay, one last one, only because it was a highlight. The gelato. Yeah, we found, and they were speaking Italian. Yeah. And what was it called? Campanella? Campanella, yep, Campanella. Yeah, Campanella Creamery in Tulum, just off the main road. Oh, it was like three bucks for like three different scoops. It was better than the gelato we had in Italy. Yeah, I mean, it was unbelievable. We did a mocha coffee-flavored one. So delicious. We did... um, And a really cute place, too, with like not super high prices, which I was impressed with. Yeah. I was expecting them to be super high, but it was, yeah, all around just like... I kind of wish we'd have done more of that. Not like we needed it, but... No, because we just found this other delicious taco place (laughs) right before we went to this gelato place and like gorged ourselves on tacos. I actually like called the guy back and like ordered more because it was so good. Had we not done that $15 shrimp meal on the beach, we could have done gelato five times. Okay. Great. Awesome. (laughs) She loves when I bring that up. Awesome. Great. Um, Yeah. I was hungry. That's the only thing that was around. It's fine. It's totally fine. We're over it. So yeah, Tulum is just a cool city. There's lots to see. I was really surprised. We stopped by the city center at one point. Most of the towns in Mexico have like a, it's kind of central walkable spot where people just hang out benches and trees. Whatever. And And these birds. Have y'all seen Bird Box? Yeah, the movie Bird Box where the the birds are like literally going crazy. Insane. I was feeling so unsettled in this park because the birds were so apocalyptic. I kind of feel like you should go grab your phone and just like play it into the mic. No, no. It's like screechy, loud. It's it's. I got pooped on. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, I got pooped on. I mean. You can hardly have a conversation. These birds are so loud. Yeah. So I don't know what exactly is going on in that every area. Every night, every night the birds Maybe are going nuts. Maybe beware, there could be like witchcraft going on. Maybe yeah. big monsters that. Yeah. I don't remember the plot of Bird Box, but something about that. Yeah, and then the street right behind the city center at night is lined with food carts yeah. and desserts and oh, marquesitas. Marquesitas. Marquesitas are basically a crunchy crepe. Yeah, kind of. It's more like a wafer, it's really. More, yeah, you feel like a, like a fresh wafer cone, but thinly pressed in between mm-hmm. two pieces of metal, cooked, put your Nutella, bananas, whatever in there. Okay, except for... They Typically tra- with cheese here. They traditionally come with cheese, like fresh grated yep. or cream cheese, but then yep. cheese and like bananas. Yeah. And you're like, what? So it's like almost like a super thin pancake slash ice cream wafer cone. Yeah. Rolled up with... Your toppings and cheese and a little yep cheese and a little wrapper at the bottom and you bite it and it crunches and falls apart everywhere. Like we got a Nutella and strawberry one, which was fantastic. And he goes, "No cheese." Like was looking at us like seriously, no cheese, salty cheese with my strawberry. We do not want cheese. You think this is a fondue restaurant? I don't know. I kind of want to try it with cheese now. (laughs) You love fondue. I love fondue and and I love love cheese. cheese, So (laughs) I don't know. Gotta test it out. Out here getting all fat and sassy. So then uh, one of the last things, um, just about Tulum and tips in general, I guess just for travelers, if you're going to do like work away or something like that, that's exchange kind of thing we talk about a lot. We couldn't find any workaways here just because things are kind of slow. However, we found a 
pizza shop that reminded me a lot of the pizza shop that I used to like own and work at with a stone oven, roll out the dough, make the toppings. We happened to be walking by one night. And I was like, I'm just going to ask that guy. Like, I was like, you know, I'll just volunteer a couple hours somewhere just to kill some time, learn, practice. I go up to him with like, um, tengo un pregunta un poco raro. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? And I'm like, uh, okay. And I was like, wait, but what does that mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I have kind of a rare question or a, a request. And I was basically going to ask to just volunteer to make pizzas because yeah. I used to make pizzas. He literally goes, can I work for you for free? No payment necessary. I was like, I don't need a room. I don't need money. I don't need anything. Yeah, the guy looks at him. He's like, huh? He's like, I guess. Well, it, well, it was a step before that, though. He's like, you make pizzas. was totally like in disbelief. And I was like, uh, yeah, I did you know, like three years ago, but I feel like I could do it. And he goes... Uh, where are you from canada and i was like yeah pretty close wisconsin and he's like uh i don't know i was like look man you don't have to pay me if it doesn't work out like we can be done uh and he's like okay why not yeah that's literally what he said (laughs) he's like come tomorrow whenever you want i was like like what time he's like i don't know we'll try eight so i've been so i go at eight o'clock it's a little awkward at first there's two younger guys from the area that are doing bartending and then um basically carrying out pizzas and Wait, wait, staff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then him. So his name is Orlando. He was born in the northern part of Italy, up by the mountains. But he's down here. He's super tan and he's got a man bun and tattoos (laughs) everywhere and he smokes like crazy. (laughs) Um, And he speaks Spanish and Italian and English. Um, So, anyways, he came eight years ago from Italy. He's got kids and stuff back home, I guess, just for business opportunity and he likes Tulum. So, anyways, I did this for about eight or nine nights. And it was awesome. It was great Spanish practice. I got to hang out with everybody there. I got to practice my pizza making, got to meet customers from all over the world. Um, So it was just really cool. Um, And it was just, some people will do that. They'll do an exchange, they'll volunteer. Well, that's how Robin and Lee Bot ended up helping out at the hostel. So two of our friends from the dive school were working or volunteering at a hostel and then getting to stay for free. But there's so much of that in Tulum. So like if you go, oh, it'd be so cool to be a barista. It'd be so cool to work at a juice store. It'd be so cool to be a yogi. It'd be so cool to help out at a hostel. Just go ask. Yeah. And so Spanish helps, but it's not also super necessary because they'll just show you what they need you to Mm -hmm. do. And most of the people coming in all speak English. Yeah. And just about every city we've been to so far, it's like if you get your first night taken care of ahead of time, most places have like really good opportunities that you can just walk into. Mm-hmm. So whether it's uh, renting an apartment for a month or, um, you know, finding different hostels or like different deals, so many people yeah. prefer to just work face to face. Yeah. So doing the whole thing over the internet and phone is a little bit difficult. So, um, but yeah, just some tips in general on Tulum and maybe some other travel tips that you got from that. But uh, thanks for hanging with us again. And if we have any other tips, we'll put them on Instagram or Facebook. But I think that kind of covers it. Yeah, that covers Tulum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go to Tulum if you want like a, a solid fun 10 days where you... Yeah you know, have a big party. And just real quick up on the coast, you're going to fly into Cancun most likely. And that's the Northern part of the Caribbean coast. That's a lot of resorts, not much beachfront left, right? So you're looking for that. Playa has a little bit of both tons of beach, but also some resorts, rentals, Airbnb and all that. Mm-hmm. And then you can work your way a little bit further South to Tulum and then the, they continue on 
But I think those are kind of the three yeah. of the bigger cities you'd hit along the Caribbean coast of mm-hmm. Mexico. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us, and we will continue to keep you continue to keep you updated on all our random little adventures, I guess, and the things that we learn along the way. If you want to stay up to date with our like day to day activities, follow us on Instagram with at the Soul Searchers S O L, uh, or on Facebook or. I don't know. Text us. Hit us up on WhatsApp. Yeah, whatever. Our iPhones work and iMessage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks for joining. Nos vemos.